Well, welcome. Sorry, haven't really been on here in the recording episode due to certain aspects of life. But today comes with a very, very solemn uh, podcast. Last last night or or yesterday afternoon, I watched. Manchester United just crumbled in the Champions League knockout stage round of 16. Now, you're probably asking yourself, well, why did it happen? Well, this is an underlying cause, and I'm not going to sit here and I'm not going to put the sole blame on the ownership but at what point does at what point does Joel Glazer look himself in the mirror and say, "Hey, man, I'm not what's right for this team. I'm not the guy that needs to be involved with this team. I'm not the owner." That that this team needs because I don't care about world of football. I don't care about European of football. I don't care about English football. All I care about is draining as much money from this team as I possibly can. And if we win, we win. If we lose, who the hell cares? And that's just should me from the outside to looking in as a fan. And I've been a fan of this team since I was a, a kid. I played for um, several youth um, soccer teams whose names were United. Now, the teams I played for as a kid were fashioned after Manchester United. But I guess for whatever reasons, they couldn't put the full name on the club, so it was just United. So I've I re, I remember watching this team in the early nineties playing uh, football at Old Trafford, and one of these one of these days I'm going to to make my way to Old Trafford, and I'm going to watch a game. I I have to, as as a fan of this club, I have to. But that's a conversation for another day. What I can't stand is I can't stand that we have an owner who is so out of his league. He is way in over his head. He purchased this team in 2005 and has done nothing to spruce up the the a theater of dreams. He's done nothing except drain this club of its money. Now, not all of this is on him, but I'd say about 95% of what's happening at United is on him and the freaking board. The other 5%, I would say, is on the players. 
after last um, season finishing um second and finishing um second was an I mean City had ran away with the EPL title and to the Manchester United came in second. But it was no like whoop de doo, hey man, we came in um, second and we were only like um, like on um, three points to the uh behind City, they were way behind City, but all of the other teams were just as terrible as United. So United came in a second, but going back to the Glazers, Joel Glazer took over this team in or or his however it was, but the Glazers took over. This team in 05. Haven't done anything to change up the team. Haven't done anything to, to make this team um to, like um better. You sign Harry Maguire for 80 million, and he's just atrocious, man. That goal that as that as Medico Madrid scored. In the game last night, I saw a steel, like um, a steel, like a picture on Twitter. Harry Maguire is not where he should be as a center back. You had three guys running into the final third in the box. You had Diego Dalo. And you had Alex Umtelis trying to guard, or no, it was um Rafael Veron. Two guys tr- trying to guard three. And yeah, Diego Dello got caught watching the ball. But I feel like if Harry Maguire would have been where he should have like actually um like um been none of this would have happened but we signed him we signed Aaron one Misaka who the only thing that 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 guy has I'm going for him is that he's got some really long legs he can slide up tackles with the best of them other than that that's about it You have these players who have no heart, who 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 have no fight, who will will play masterfully against Leeds, against Tottenham, and then you have a team like Atletico who they just let them win that game. No heart, no fire. Passing the ball, I'm back. When you're down 1-0, not taking chances to try and score in the first half. Played a good game, but just couldn't finish. But a, a lot of this also has to do with the coaching carousel that's happening at this team. In 
in all honesty, when we finished second place last year, we should have gotten rid of Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer. And and I know this one sucks because he 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 started this team on the right path. He got us where we needed to be, second place. Okay, again, it was second place, but we were miles away from City, who was in first. But at that point, the Manchester United board should have been looking for a replacement for Ali. So in the summer of last year, we could have gotten a permanent manager. Now we are probably not going to finish in the top four. So that's Champions League of football is out of the question for next year. So with that being said, how are you going to get players to come and play for this club if we're not even in Champions League football? We are, we, we, we are not even in Champions League football. So how are you going to get the, the likes of a you know, Declan Rice and Erling Haaland, a Harry Kane, a Killing in Mbappe. How are you going to get these players to 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 come play for your squad if we are not even in Champions League football? And it all stems from the top. The the Glazer family has been a death kiss to this squad, to this team, to this storied franchise that has so much history, rich history, and it is being sullied by an American owner who's way out of his depth. And I can say that as an American, I he, he also owns the um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So what he needs to do is he needs to sell this squad, sell this team to someone who actually cares about European football, world of football, who actually cares about the fans. Because at this point, it, it, you, you want to scream at the top of your lungs. But you know that if you try to to speak to the Glazers, it's like talking to a brick wall. Now, I'm not going to sit up here and I'm not going to trash Ralph Ragnick too much. But I will say this. You had a winning squad against Tottenham on um, Saturday. And then you take Paul Pogba out of the lineup. You 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 take that winning formula and you just kind of turn it 
on his head, knowing that you don't have any more games for at least three weeks, why not play Paul Pogba? Like, am I missing something? And then you try to bring him in with half an hour left to get into a rhythm and help and help help the team. And I'm not going to sit up here and I'm not going to bash the referee, but I will say this: the referee of that game was atrocious. I watched a game where someone stepped on David De Gea's foot. He went down on his goal line and they kept on playing. Your Rente went down, wasn't even touched. When he landed, he he landed a funny and was holding on to his um, shin. United had the ball in the box and the referee stopped play. Now, I could be wrong, but I thought that the only time you stopped play was when you have a head injury. The, the entire second half, Atletico Madrid would get lightly touched and they would fall to the ground and the referee would blow the whistle and give them all this time just to lay there. Now that I've gotten all of that out of the way, that's not why we lost the game. We lost the game because we didn't finish. Down 1-0 and we keep on patching it back. Not going forward. You take out Anthony Ilanga and you put in Marcus Rashford. Now, I'm not one of these people that I see on Twitter and 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 like all over social media who are trashing Marcus Rashford. I don't know what is going on in his head, what what what's happening with him, but he looks like a shell of himself. I remember watching a 19-year-old to Marcus Rashford, 20-21. And I thought, oh, my God, man, this guy's going to be a generational talent. He is amazing. And then he got hurt last year, and he, and he still kind of played through injury and was still good. And then he comes back, and it's just like, wow. Who, who, who is this guy? Like, I don't recognize him. So, he, he needs to get out of his own head and start playing like he used to play. Now, with that being said, nothing will change. Nothing will... Nothing good will come to this club until the Glazers get rid of this club. Sell this club. And I, I say this jokingly, but if anybody knows any dirt on the Glazers, feel free to share it. 
to them. Maybe we can get him to um to we can get him out like Chelsea's getting rid of um uh, uh Bramovich. Hopefully. So if you have if you have like any dirt on Joel Glazer, feel free to share it. But I say that jokingly and and don't it's it's all jokingly it's all jokingly said, but at the same time what's happening in the Ukraine is I'm sad. And I hope that that the Ukrainian people can uh, come out of this on top. And um, I pray for all of the um, the uh, people in Ukraine that are um, suffering from this idiot in Russia. He's, he's an idiot. Now, back to the Glazers. And I, I, I can't stress this enough. They need to sell this team. They need to sell this team. They need every single fan. If you are a fan of this club, Manchester United, I would suggest that you write an open letter to Joel Glazer and you and and you continue to write an open letter to him every day or every week, but just write an open letter to the Glazers and sell this club. Sell it to somebody who actually cares about this club. Sell it to um, somebody who actually loves this club. Because it's time. We need something new. We're tired of the same old, same old. It's it it's frustrating. So yesterday evening, like I watched the game here in um, Texas, because I'm from Texas, whatever. I watched the game here at three o'clock, it ended around five o'clock. I was upset for an hour. I took to Twitter. And I'm like, oh my God. And I I sent out like, I'd say about maybe 10 to like 20 like tweets, man. I was so upset. I, I was, ah. but that lasted about an hour. And then I came to the realization that nothing's going to change until the Glazers are out of Manchester. Nothing will change until the Glazers sell Manchester United. So I, so I came to grips with that. I didn't go through the five stages of grief. I went from... One, being angry or upset to the the, the final stage, which was acceptance. So angry, upset to acceptance. And and I just said, okay, cool. Like, (laughs) nothing's changing until Joel Glazer is out of Manchester. But we, as as me, as a fan, and so if 
some of y'all are should new if some of y'all don't really should listen or this is your first time should listening. I am a fan of two teams that have taken years off of should years off of said my life, and I said that on on Twitter as well. I am a fan of Manchester United and the Dallas Cowboys. Both of these teams have taken years off of my life. I I feel like I'm to 99 years old. These teams will have you on emotional highs and then they will drop you to like a like a rock, just drop it on you. We sh- we opened up the season against the Leeds five one. Pogba had four assists. Bruno had a hat trick. We're all thinking, "Oh my God, this is this is it. We are going to compete for a championship." We are going to compete for the EPL, the FA Cup, the Champions League. So we're going to get deep into each and every one of these races. And so we're going to win. And then that other shoe just dropped. We even got Cristiano Ronaldo, the greatest like a player of all times. And we'll do, I'll do another like um, podcast where where I talk about how he is the greatest footballer of all time, and there's nobody that's even close to him. But that's for another day. We got Cristiano Ronaldo. Nothing changed. We sack Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Ralph Ragnick comes in. We've only lost, I think, like two or three games with him at the helm, but we've tied a lot. We've tied a lot. Games that should have been won have been tied. And again, this goes back to what I was saying. It's 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 that top. It's the head of the snake. We need to get rid of these these the actual snake in the grass, and that's Joel Glazer. We need to get rid of the, like, you know, board and, and, and like, actually get some people on that on board who have actually played this game, who should know this game, who knows what it takes to win championships. But none of this will happen until the Glazers are gone, and it seems like they are entrenched. They are not sort of moving. That's why I say if you are a fan of this club, write an open letter every week and send it to whoever you need to send it to so that the Glazers can see it. So that somebody at that club, somebody in management can see that and say, hey, man, Dude, you've got to let it go, man. 
you've got to let it go. You've got to let it go. You 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 have to let this team go. But until we get that, it's going to be more of the same. Failure at every level. And that's been my two cents. That's all I really have right now. There's a there's a whole lot more I wanted to say. There's a whole lot I wanted to. I I kind of rehearsed this, and the the first go around was a a lot more explicit. I I was dropping a lot of f you know bombs and. And I was calling Joe Blazer outside of his name. I was, I was frustrated, and I said, "Oh, hold on. Let's do this the right way. Let's talk about how incompetent he is, but without using foul language." And here you go. So, if you are a Manchester United and I would implore you every week write an open letter to the Glazers, but be respectable, be be cordial, but just let him know that he's not wanted here or he's not wanted there. Because I'm in Texas, y'all are in Manchester, but just just to make your um. Make your your like voices heard. Don't 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 um don't um try to uh, do what you did and and like actually storm Old Trafford, but just make your voices heard. That's all. That that's all. We can do as our fans is make our our voices heard. And again, thank you very much. I'm Josh Wilson, Mighty Mo Morris. And that's my two cents. That's my view on things. And you've been listening to the fans' corner. Thank you very much.